0: Improvement Bill here. I spent a little over a year as a door-to-door salesman walking around the streets of the Bronx, interacting with all sorts of different people. And every once in a while, something really interesting or funny would happen to me. So today we're going to have some fun, and I'm going to tell you about three of the craziest stories that I have from back in my sales days. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Just roll with it. Door-to-door sales is a pretty stressful occupation, and like most stressful jobs that take up most of your waking hours, it's very easy to end up developing a poor diet, especially in the Bronx where there seems to be some sort of fast food joint on every other block. And I'll admit that I would often visit these places which eventually led to me gaining quite a lot of weight. It got to the point where I could no longer fit in my dress pants even when I sucked my stomach in. So I decided to switch to a low-carb diet called keto, which I used to experiment with back in college. Now, the thing about keto is that you have to consume less than 20 grams of carbohydrates every single day, which means that just about everything in fast food places and even the convenience stores were off-limits. So instead, I relied on snacks that I would bring from home to help keep me fueled throughout the day. Things like cheese sticks, nuts, and jerky. But my hands down favorite snack were pork rinds. Now, if you don't know what pork rinds are, it's basically just fried pigskin. It's all protein and fat with zero carbs, so it's perfect for keto. And the best part about them is the fact that they have a crunch. Sort of like potato chips, which I really, really liked. So one day, I decided to order a box of pork rinds off of Amazon, and I brought like six bags with me before heading out onto the field for my 12-hour day of work. Now, on this particular day, I was sent to a rather distant area in the Bronx. It was a nice, upper-class neighborhood, but it was pretty far from everything else. I had to jump on like a 30-minute bus ride to get there, and when I got there, I noticed that there was nothing around... Except houses, no restaurants, no convenience stores, not even a laundromat, just houses. Anyways, once I got there, I started doing my first round. Basically, I would knock on all the doors on my list of leads and try to see if anyone was home. And while I was going around knocking on doors, I was snacking on my pork rinds the entire time. An hour went by and I had finished an entire bag. Another hour went by and I finished the next bag. When I finally finished my first round, I had finished three bags. At that point in time, I took a break. I found a nice spot in the shade to sit down and play on my phone for a bit, and I started snacking on my fourth bag of pork rinds. Now, what I didn't know at the time was that if you eat too many pork rinds at once, it will mess up your stomach real bad. I'm not sure exactly why this happens. All I know is that it does. So after taking a 45-minute break, I started doing my second round. Basically going back to all the houses that were empty in the morning and checking to see if anyone had come home. And about an hour into this, I started feeling a bit weird. Something was going on in my stomach and at first I didn't think too much about it. Maybe it was just some indigestion. Alright, now I'll cool off on the pork rinds. But the pressure kept building up and building up and building up as I walked around and that's when I realized, holy shit, this is not just indigestion. This is not something that I can just hold in. There's a countdown going on and I need to find my way to a toilet before this clock hits zero. I looked around me and I realized that there was nothing in sight, no public toilet of any kind. And that's when I knew that my only option was to use a toilet in someone's house. So I started knocking on doors like crazy, but no one was home. It was still too early in the day, but I could feel it building up. Waves of intense pressure and discomfort would come. And I remember having to stop walking just to hold it in. I was getting desperate. I had to figure something out soon or else something very bad was going to happen. And right when I was about to reach my limit, I managed to get to the next house and I rang the doorbell and I could hear someone walking to the door. And that's when I knew I couldn't risk it. I couldn't risk being shot down for looking like a salesman. I could not risk failure. I had to do something drastic. So I got on my knees and I clasped my hands together. And the moment this dad and his son popped their heads out the door, I started begging. I'm not even going to lie. I never begged this hard in my entire life for anything. I begged and I begged, please, please let me use your toilet. I can't hold it in anymore. And they took pity on me and they said, yes. I quickly rushed to their bathroom, jumped on the toilet and... And once I finished the deed, I noticed that they had run out of toilet paper. It was just a cardboard roller on the thing and I didn't want to trouble them more than I already had. So I took the cardboard roll. I ripped it into two pieces ran some water on it and I wiped myself clean when I finally survived this ordeal I emerged from that bathroom a new man I saw that the dad and son were watching sports on their TV and they were actually having some problems with their connection so I went through my usual pitch and I actually convinced them to switch providers I closed the deal and made around $150 that day think it's safe to say that this was the highest pressure sale that I ever made Chopped. You know, it's strange. I never really felt scared working in the Bronx. I would hang out in the projects till like 9pm all by myself and nobody ever bothered me. When I asked one of the residents why this was, they said it was because I wore a suit. So people probably thought I was like a Jehovah's Witness trying to preach about God or that I was someone who worked with the government, like the Child Protective Services or the Taxman, all of which people just didn't want to mess with. It got to the point where I was so comfortable on the job that I could fall asleep in the staircase in just about any project building I ever worked in. I never, ever felt unsafe. That is, until I was assigned to work in a certain building in the south of the Bronx. I remember clearly what happened that day. It was just another normal day of work. The sun was out, the weather was nice, and when I arrived to my territory that day, I was actually relieved when I saw that I would be working in a large apartment building. See I liked working in apartment buildings because when you're assigned to work houses, you have to walk for like 30 seconds just to get to the next house. On the other hand, when you work in an apartment complex, all of the doors are right next to each other. You can quickly clear out the entire floor in just a matter of minutes and take tons of breaks. So that day, I went about my usual routine. I climbed to the top floor of the building and I started knocking on doors. And not a single person was home, which wasn't a surprise because it was a weekday morning. So I sat down to take a quick break and play on my phone. And that's when I felt like something was off. A shiver went down my back. My spider senses started tingling and I realized that I was scared. I looked around but there was nothing. Nobody else was on the floor. And it was weird because the scene itself wasn't scary at all. There was plenty of sunlight shining through the windows in the hallway. Honestly the best way for me to describe it is that it felt like something or someone was watching me. It creeped me out and I quickly got up and went down to the next floor. And instantly the feeling went away. I thought this was a little bit strange but I didn't think too much about it at the time. So I just went back to my usual task of doing my job and knocking on doors. And when I was almost done with the entire building, I think I was on the second to last floor, a guy was actually home. I guess it was his day off from work or something. He opened his door and looked at me and he said, wow, I can't believe you have the guts to work in this building. And I was like, what do you mean? Well, don't you know, a couple of years ago, a door to door salesperson just like yourself was working this building. She got invited into one of the homes and they killed her. They chopped her up and put her in the bathtub. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what floor was this on? Oh, it was on the top floor, which is the same floor where I felt like someone was watching me. The moment I realized this, another shiver went down my spine and I immediately left the building. I don't know about you, but I don't mess around with the supernatural. My rule of thumb in life is that if something seems like it's the beginning of a horror movie, then it's time for me to leave. Now, when you're a door-to-door salesman, you have the freedom to do whatever you want on the job. You don't have a boss looking over your shoulder, making sure that you're acting picture-perfect every second, because for the most part, as long as you make sales, your boss doesn't bother you at all. Which means that what you do on the job and how you get it done is totally up to you. So one morning while working at another apartment building, I got to the very last door in the building, the door right next to the entrance of the building, and I knocked on it, not really expecting much. And to my surprise, a tall young man in a tank top opened the door. I gave him my usual pitch, I started talking about the internet and the TV packages that I was offering, and he promptly said that he wasn't interested which was no surprise. The majority of people turned me down, so I'm used to the rejection. But I noticed in the background that he had a giant projector turned on and running. It was projecting what seemed like a movie onto the wall, and I said, wow, that's a really cool movie setup that you got going on. And to my surprise, he invited me in. You want to check it out? Sure. I agreed and in I went. And that's when I realized that what he was about to watch was the latest episode of Game of Thrones. Now, back then, I was a huge fan of Game of Thrones. Now, this is, of course, before they butchered the last season. I sat down and I asked him if I could watch it with him because I actually haven't watched this episode yet, and he said yes. And that's when he pulled out a giant bong and asked me if I wanted to smoke. Now, prior to this, I had actually never taken any substances on the job other than like a glass of wine that some old lady offered me. So I was hesitant at first, but if there's anything that I've learned in life, it's that saying yes to things that you've never done before can often lead to some very memorable experiences. This does not apply to hard drugs. And hitting a bong with a random stranger on a weekday morning to watch Game of Thrones on a giant movie projector screen was definitely something that I've never done before. So I said, why not? I hit the bong multiple times, and I got blasted into space, and we watched the episode. I remember it clearly. It was one of the most epic episodes in the entire series. The one with the battle of the Wall. To this day, I'd still say that it was one of the best episodes in the entire series. It was action-packed to the brink with very little filler. There were giants and fireballs and battering rams and ice everywhere. It was amazing. We both were so excited and we were screaming throughout the entire episode at all the crazy stuff that was happening. And when the episode finally ended, I looked at my new friend and I asked him, If i could do this again with him next week and he said yes and so i bid my new friend farewell and went back to work knocking on doors around the neighborhood and what's funny is that i was still pretty high at the time i didn't really look in the mirror so i didn't know how i looked or how i was acting but for some reason that day people seemed to like interacting with me which was strange because people usually hate door-to-door salesmen and true story This was actually the first time in my entire career where I made three sales in a day, bringing in over $300 for the day, which was a lot of money for me. And for the next two weeks, I returned to my friend to watch the latest episode of Game of Thrones. And after the third week, he told me, you know what? I don't really need better internet, but if it's going to help you out, man, I'll do it for you. And so he asked me to sign him up. This experience actually really left a huge impact on me. Because I started to realize that success is not always dictated by how professional or by the book you are. Sometimes you can succeed in life and have fun at the same time. This episode was brought to you by Pipe Drive. For any of you that are watching, that are actually involved in sales, maybe you have a team of salespeople or work with someone who does, then Pipe Drive is for you. Pipedrive allows you to feed your leads into your sales pipeline all around the clock, allowing you to track calls, emails and contact history. What's amazing about them is that they use artificial intelligence to automate some of the more tedious tasks that you have to do, saving you and your team a ton of time and stress. On top of that, PipeDrive can be accessed on your mobile device and they let you deep dive into the metrics, allowing you to analyze all of your data on the go so that you can optimize your sales and get more conversions. If you are interested in a new way to organize and optimize your business, give PipeDrive a try. Click on the link in the description box below to get access to a 30-day free trial and 25% off the first three months. Besides that, guys, stay tuned.